<sighs> so, the world is a flaming bag of poo, basically. Uh, <laughs> I mean, let's just get right into it. Uh, you know, countries at war um, to illegal immigrants uh, coming into the U.S. by the tens of thousands every month. Uh, massive shortages on daily needs and essentials um, that we need to live. Uh, basically, uh, record numbers of inflation. Uh, gas prices shooting through the roof. Um, let's not forget about crime um, being at an all-time high. Uh, mental health disorders leading to public mass violence. And I'm sure I'm forgetting a lot of stuff, but there's uh, you know plenty of other things uh, to add to that list. However, we're not going to talk about any of that today. Um, you know, with all these struggles, sadness, worry of the future, uh, preparing for the unknown, um, you know, if you actually look hard enough, you can find some pretty remarkable stories of goodwill towards humans. Um, now trust me, you know, sifting through the rubble of negativity, um, that plagues the news, um, our phones <laughs> constantly getting updates of just sadness and depression, um, anger, um, you know, to find some uplifting stories, uh, that, you know, it's, it's a little difficult to find uplifting stories basically, but they are out there and that's what I plan to bring. I want to bring the best of them. Uh, here to light, bring out the goodness on this podcast. I'm calling where's the positivity filter. Uh, I'm Brian Haley. I think you're going to like what we're putting down. So you know what? Let's get into it. All right. Starting it off with a little luck of the Irish as a Irish woman and her husband, Francis and Patty Conley doesn't get any more Irish than that. Um, they played the Euro lottery back in 2019 and they won $145 million. Um, not bad. Nice job, Conleys. And that's the end of the story. I mean, that's, that's good news right there, right? People actually winning in life. No, that's not the end of the story. Um, you know, most people I feel would keep the lump sum, um, you know, spend it on themselves, buying brand new life, you know, uh, dream everything type stuff, new house, uh, new cars, uh, put their kids through the best education possible, trips galore, um, you know, bucket list type items that you could only dream of. Um, investing, obviously going to be a huge uh, proponent to that. Um, basically, if you have that kind of money, you can do anything you want. And uh, one of those things I imagine most people would do, they're not working anymore. <laughs> well, uh, that doesn't uh, uh, correlate with uh, the husband, Patty. Um, he still works at his plastic company. And, um, you know, they're doing a lot of the above suggestions of what people would do, you know, if they were lucky enough to win the lottery. 
Um, but they cut that $145 million in half. And so, you know, Patty works at his plastic company. Um, Francis actually focuses on donating to charities with that other half um, and helping people. Um, so pretty amazing. Um, you know, they have actually put a yearly allotment on how much to donate um, each year. And, you know, she just loves spending her time now finding uh, deserving candidates. Um, it actually sounds a lot like, and it reminds me of uh, Mackenzie Scott, who is the ex-wife of Jeff Bezos. Uh, Mackenzie Scott, you know, she uh, w- got a lot of money in the divorce, a lot of money in the divorce. Um, and she spends her time finding and donating to various charities um, with virtually all that money. Um, in fact, she just, I, I read the other day, she actually just, uh, donated, it was like $60 million to the boys and girls club. So, uh, pretty cool stuff. Um, but anyway, you know, getting back to the Conleys, um, cause that's what we're talking about today. What an incredibly generous couple. I mean, like, wow, right? In fact, um, Francis, um, <laughs> Francis has gone a little over and above. Um, she's already spent into 2032's allotment. Um, that puts them around $11 million directly to charities. Just incredible goodwill. Um, you know, Francis says helping people, it just gives you a buzz and I can, I I mean, I can agree with that, you know, anytime you help somebody, anytime you donate your time or money, um, man, you just, you just feel good. Um, and we all want to feel good. So I think this is, this is just fantastic. Um, you know, and that's what national bestseller and radio host Dave Ramsey means. Um, he always says to live and give like no one else. Um, just gotta love hearing stories of unselfishness like that. Hey, what about this story of grit and endurance? Um, yeah, this is pretty cool stuff. Uh, this is actually better than pretty cool. This is amazing. Um, you got this 83 year old woman named Mildred Wilson. Um, now, you know, what did Mildred do that was so awesome? Uh, well, let's put it this way. Um, I went to the gym today. Um, you know, I got a good workout in, might be puffing out my chest a little bit, flexing, you know, great workout. Um, you know, if I'm talking to someone, I might say, uh, you know, talk about my workout and blah, blah, blah. And then they come back and they're like, oh yeah, well I did this and, and it's all fun, you know, uh, try to one up each other and things like that. Um, you know, people like to brag about, um, their accomplishments, whether it big or small. Um, well, what if uh, 83-year-old Mildred Wilson, or uh, Muddy, as they like to call her, you know, stepped up in, in between you guys, stepped up to the mic um, to shout out her accomplishments? Um, let's just say she'd be the undisputed one-upper. 
I mean, she just completed her third Tough Mudder 5K in Missouri competition. Mic drop, right there. I mean, does it get any better than that? That's so cool. Um, that makes her the oldest person to ever finish the 5K competition. Um, but wait, there's actually more to the story. Um, she has a theme for, she had a theme for, uh, this one. Um, the second one that she did, um, she actually finished in 2021. Um, and she dedicated that one to her late husband. But this one she has on her GoFundMe, um, I will get muddy so others can drink clean water. Um, so that's on, that's her GoFundMe page. And what she's alluding to is she's going to get muddy so others can drink clean water. Actually, her son is the leader of a youth group, uh, working to raise money to drill wells in Africa. And so the village that they're actually raising money for that she, uh, is raising money for to drill, um, this well, um, the, this village only has one water hole and the water is anything but appetizing. Um, I mean, unless you're into drinking brown water, uh, said no one ever, um, you know, that (laughs) going to be hard to find that person. Um, so I mean, brown water, right? Like, let's just take a step back from even this woman's amazing story and look at what she's actually doing, trying to accomplish, um, trying to get, uh, new wells drilled, um, for African villages. Um, you know, these African villages, uh, they obviously don't have acceptable drinking water. Um, but it's their only source of water. So got to do what you got to do. Um, but I mean, let's say it doesn't rain. Um, then they have to travel over mountain ranges, um, to find another one. (laughs) I mean, really like, God bless the USA, right? I mean, what an incredible place we live in. Um, we take a lot of the everyday uh, things that we have for granted. Um, water. Uh, but anyway, so far Mildred has raised close to 3,000 of the 5K, get it, 5K, um, that she needs to reach her goal. So awesome. I hope she gets to that. Uh, just incredible. Those two stories, pretty dope. Gotta say, I, I'm enjoying where this is going. Um, but now we're going to go down a different direction. Um, this time let's go down the invention based rabbit hole. Uh, cool. So, um, so check this out. So let's say you're a camper or a backpacker or, uh, an RVer. Um, you know, maybe you just want to get out for the day in the wilderness. Um, one of the most common reasons people actually don't do those things, um, is because how do I charge my phone? Um, which is, I mean, it's a great question. 
Um, of course, you know, backpackers and campers and stuff, their most common response is, what do you need a phone for? You're out in the wilderness. It's a great opportunity to, you know, be one with nature. Um, <laughs> it's either that or uh, you get the reason uh, that they're not going to go camping um, is because it's uh, camping, plain and simple. Um, they don't want to do a bunch of unnecessary work, like pitch a tent or you know build a fire. Um, making food over a, uh, a campfire is kind of unconventional. Um, I think it's pretty cool, but you know there's a lot of things. Um, of course, mosquitoes and other bugs. Um, <laughs> the bathroom situation um, that can be a pain in the ass. Um, so. You know, if all the, the, all the above um, is, you know, you, uh, this new invention might not be for you, um, but that's okay. Um, it's still pretty cool. Um, it, you know, experiencing the great outdoors is, um, it's for a lot of people, and there's some people that it's just not for, um, but if the main reason why you don't get out and go explore the outdoors and the wilderness um, is actually the phone charging, you know, how do I charge my phone? Um, or, you know, as some people would do in a whiny voice, um, how do I charge my phone? Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but if that's you, um, boy, do I have a solution for you. All right. Introducing Shine. Um, this is a portable wind turbine um, that fits in your backpack. So um, it folds up um, uh, into uh, what looks like kind of like a football. Um, and then you unpack it. Um, it doesn't take up a lot of space. Um, it weighs three pounds. Um, so you, uh, you just unpack it out of your, out of your backpack, unfold it and, uh, stick it in the ground and the cables, um, that come off it look like those stick right into the ground. Um, you can easily, um, put the turbine on top and then plug whatever device you want, uh, into the USB type cord cable thing that it looks like. I don't have one, um, but uh, this thing looks really cool. Um, it can charge up to 40 watts. Um, so, it, well, wait a second. It does look like you need a little bit of wind um, for the turbine propellers to spin, but goes along with the, the battery. And if you're out in the mountains, um, chances are there's going to be a small bit of wind um, coming through. So, yeah. Voila! Um, you, now you're playing with power, um, as the old Nintendo commercial used to say. Um, actually, I was listening to a uh, um, uh, dubstep group the other day um, called Knife Party, and they actually <laughs> had that like old clip in in there uh, dubbed into their song. It's like, now you're playing with power. <laughs> I just thought that was so cool. Um, anyway, so Shine is manufactured by Aria Technologies. Um, they're out of Nova Scotia, 
And uh, the reason why I don't have one is because you can only pre-order them at this point in time. Um, the estimated date uh, for shipping is October 2022. And uh, looks like it's actually on sale too, which is really cool. Uh, $324 at Indiegogo.com. Um, not a sponsor, um, but you know what? Shine, um, I'm not going to shake a stick at you if you want to be. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, though, super uniquely creative way to keep people on the grid, um, you know, while enjoying the outside world. I mean, where there's no electricity and you can finally get rid of those uh, questions of, well, how do I charge my phone? Now you know. Now we're playing with power. Now this next invention, I think we can all really get behind. Um, and I just have to ask, where has this been all my life? <laughs> this is amazing. Um, it seems simple enough too, but I'm sure it wasn't. Um, but you know, let's paint the picture. So if you're breathing, um, you pretty much like Mexican food, right? I mean, more importantly, burritos. Um, burritos are amazing. Um, but you know what? Even if you're one of these people that doesn't like Mexican food, um, there really aren't many of them out there. But even if there are, uh, this new invention, you're also going to like it too, um, as long as you like wraps. Um, so burritos are amazing. Um, we like to fill them to the brink um, with all kinds of, you know, meat and cheese and beans and rice. And uh, I mean, we all know what's in a burrito. Um, I don't have to explain that to you. But now I'm hungry for one. And damn it, hopefully I can get one after this podcast. Uh, but the problem with all this deliciousness wrapped up into a warm tortilla and oh God, it's so good. Um, <laughs> oh, burritos. Uh, reminds me of Homer Simpson. <laughs> just had that pictured in my head just now. Uh, but anyway, um, the problem has always been with keeping these burritos or wraps wrapped up tight. Um, a lot of people or a lot of places, um, they use aluminum foil, um, to keep it intact. Um, it's kind of like a straight jacket for your burrito. Uh, which is fine, you know, it just means that you have to tear off a section at a time of the foil um, anytime you want to take a bite. I know, first world problems. Um, but <laughs> it's worked for a long time. Um, but if you're like me, you thought to yourself, I mean, come on, guys, there's got to be an easier way, right? Uh, well, it looks like there is. And it seems so simple that you're probably going to say, uh, why didn't I think of that? And well, here's the reason why you didn't think of it or you did, um, but it probably wouldn't have worked for you because it took three chemical and biomolecular engineering students at Whiting School of Engineering in Baltimore to engineer edible tape. 
they're actually patenting it and calling it uh, Tasty Tape. Um, and it's actually edible tape, um, which is not to be confused with the Uber Eats commercial where the lady orders scotch tape and eats it thinking you can eat anything you order from Uber Eats. I mean, hilarious commercial, but it's not real life. Um, however, once Tasty Tape becomes available to the public, uh, I mean, you're going to be able to tape up your burrito or wrap um, virtually any kind of wrap, um, which is awesome. So, um, I, I mean, I just love burritos. Um, and now you're going to be able to tape up any kind of wrap and eat the whole thing, including the tape. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, you know, no more messy burritos or wraps, um, fumbling, you know, ripping, tearing, um, none of that anymore. Um, so, uh, now you might be asking, well, tape that's got an adhesive on it. Like that can't be safe for you at all. Um, but it turns out, um, it's made of a food grade fiber scaffold, um, and an organic adhesive, which I mean, I don't really know what that means. Um, but they say it's safe. Um, and you know, I mean, this is where it gets tricky. You know, we're talking about adhesives and things like that. Um, but we're also talking about a senior engineering team um, that they learned all about tape and how it's constructed and the adhesives that are used, uh, you know, so on and so forth. And then they uh, figured out, you know, complementary alternatives um, that would work. Um, as edible counterparts, um, making it so, um, you know, it's not going to taste weird or make the, make the wrap or burrito, you know, taste like, you know, glue, um, which is disgusting. Um, so they tested many ingredients and they came up with a recipe, um, that's not only edible and safe to consume, um, but it also has a durable strength to hold a massively fat burrito or wrap intact. Um, so pretty cool. Um, this uh, Tasty Tape, if it works the way that they say it does, uh, I mean, total game changer, right? In the rap world, um, that's W-R-A-P uh, world, of course, if you're, you know, if you weren't paying attention, I'm not talking about like rap, like rap music. Um, although I could see hip hop artists plugging tasty tape, maybe in their songs, Kanye's talking about tasty tape. Anyway, uh, we're <laughs> getting off on a tangent here. Um, but, uh, can't wait for this tasty tape. It's going to be awesome. All right. Um, so there's a website that I've been following for a few years now. Um, it's one of the most popular sites in the good news, uh, quote unquote, versus, you know, uh, sad, blood boiling, click baity media, sky is falling type news genre, right? Um, one of the best news outlets, uh, out there is GNN. Um, it's the good news network. 
Um, its entire website is dedicated to good, you know, wholesome news um, that's that's going on in the world. Um, so it makes you feel good, you know. Um, it's also one of the outlets that I go to um, to find awesome, inspirational, uh, you know, stories of the world um, that have help me find good in the world and have helped me, um, inspire, um, myself to be the best person that I can be and, you know, um, inspire me to help, you know, share, um, these other people's triumphs and, you know, it's helped open my eyes, um, to all the, you know, just cool stuff that's happening in the world. Um, so the reason why I bring them up in particular is because they recently joined up with, uh, digital signage company, Rise Vision. Um, so this is pretty cool. Um, they're going to be on digital signage screens in so far 120 schools, um, starting this month. Um, and now what that means is that 120 schools K through 12, uh, are going to have GNN's news stories on screen in the halls, um, you know, to help provide good messages um, all around positivity. Um, I mean, couldn't come at a better time, right? I mean, we all know about the, the you know, mass shooting horror stories and uh, teen suicides, just run rampant um it's uh it's just all so sad and you know you throwing bullying and you know kids just trying to fit in trying to figure out like who you are and the stresses that come with being a kid and going through adolescence um it's just also massively overwhelming, um, you know, depressing, uh, whatever you want to call it. it. It's downright scary. Um, and you know, hell, let's not forget about the, um, the past couple years of lockdowns and all these kids, their only interaction with their, uh, other students in their classes was through zoom. Um, I mean, I, I can't imagine having all the, the stresses and different emotions, um, of school and, you know, being a kid and then, you know, having those teachings ripped away, um, with a two year interruption, you know, and then being thrown right back into school again, of course, being forced to continue to wear a mask. Um, and you know, we wonder why school kids don't talk and, you know, instead they just, they just seem to, you know, shuffle around with a hoodie on and, uh, it's usually over their heads. Um, and they're just, you know, they got their AirPods or their Beats on and they just fade away into the ether of the music. Um, you know, it's, it's calming, but it's, it's it's numbness, basically, um, you know, I'm not saying that digital signage in schools is going to cure the 
uncertainty of the futures of the youth of this world. But it can't hurt, right? I mean, you know, maybe it will help. Um, either way, we got to figure out something. Uh, I mean, imagine you're, let's say, a freshman in high school and you're walking down the hall with your AirPods in and you're, of course, scrolling your screen um, on, you know, your social, whether it be, you know, the gram or Facebook or what have you, TikTok. Um, and then this gleaming TV screen. It's got a story about a kid about your age and you stop and you look and you know he's doing good deeds and you know maybe the kid's killing it in the world financially or is you know hardcore charity driven or maybe he or she just has a really positive experience by helping somebody um you know, I, I don't know, maybe the, the freshman reads something like that and he, it inspires him or her to go do great things. Um, so anyway, um, I think it's going to be cool. Um, it's awesome news for the Good News Network. Um, it's awesome news for the schools believing that uh, this could inspire positivity. Uh I mean, at this point, the potential ripple effect of this plan uh, is all that we can ask for at this point. Um, So, so yeah, so there you go. Um, Those are my five favorite stories, um, recent stories. Um, If you got something out of the podcast, you know, please share it with people who you think it might help or... You know, if you think somebody might be able to vibe off it. All right. So till next time, I'm Brian Haley. And this has been Where's the Positivity Filter?